hello everybody and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And I'm so glad that you are here for day 23. You're joining me in Auckland, New Zealand, and I am loving what God is doing through this devotional. Uh, If you're joining me for the first time, you stumbled across this, uh, feel free to head back and start from day one. This is a Bible in the Year program. You don't want to miss the verses and chapters we've already been through. Speaking of verses and chapters, let's have a look at what we are reading today. As always, they are in the descriptions below. Psalm 14, 1 to 7, Matthew 16, 1 to 20, Genesis 45, 1 to 47, 12. So that is the scriptures we are reading today. Hey, if you haven't done so already, take a moment now and click the follow button on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe and click the bell. What it'll do is it'll bump this to uh, the top of your feed every single day and you'll never miss a devotional, which is super good because we are getting almost close to being one month down, which is very exciting. But before we keep going into the Bible today, let's talk about brews. And today I stumbled across this brew or this uh, bean um, at uh, the supermarket. It's uh, the Matakana Coffee Roasters. And I'm really excited. I love the detailing on their packaging. They really, they really go into detail. I don't know if you can see that there uh, if you're watching, but it's really lovely packaging. That's actually what caught my eye was the packaging. And I bought this one. Um, and uh, this is their uh, Fair Trade Organic Roast, which I'm really excited about uh, having a go in. Now, this Fair Trade Organic Blend, sorry, um, is has a flavor profile of smooth milk chocolate, caramel, and get this, macadamia. How good. Uh, it's a medium roast, uh, so the dose I've used today is 18 grams, the yield is 32, and it came out about 28, so it ran a bit slow, um, but uh, it should still be good. I also made a bit of a mess uh, when I was making it, so all good though. Uh, let's give this a try uh, today and uh, give it a taste, see what I, see what we can pick up, if we can taste any of that smooth milk chocolate caramel and macadamia. Let's give it a go. Yep. Yeah, smooth, smooth milk chocolate for sure. I'm not getting the caramel profile or the macadamia nut that I was expecting, but definitely, again, it is very smooth. What they've done it, with the roasting here, it's very, very smooth. Um, it has got a bit of a chocolatey taste. I'll give it that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of a chocolatey taste. It's not jumping out at me. It's not like grabbing me. Uh, I reckon it might taste a bit better if, it, if I hadn't have uh, run it for so long. Um, so maybe I'll try it again uh, with a slower, like a, like get the get the um, the yield. Uh, so I get the the time that I'm getting the yield from just down. It might taste a little bit better there. I'll also try it as a filter in the days to come. I, I it's good. It's not like wowzers that's amazing it's not like oh yeah i could never have that again it's a good reliable coffee that's what i put it down as uh but of course it could just be me uh making it that's the brews for today feel free to try it um i didn't actually find any of this in wellington i found this in an auckland supermarket um but you can order their coffee online at their website hashtag not sponsored but could be could be uh that's enough about the brews though let's get into the bible reading for today phone keys wallet Phone, keys, wallet. In our first year of marriage, Annalise and I, we had an apartment in Petoni, which is an awesome suburb in Wellington. It was super nice and super big. And every morning we would leave to work together in one car because we uh, worked at the same place and we would come home together 
at the end of the day. It was super cute, super nice. It was lovely. And one day we came home from work and uh, to get into our house, what you had to do was there was a buzzer for the garage that would open the garage. It's underground parking. We'd go into the ground. Uh, so we'd go into the car parking and then we'd have to scan to get into the hallway and then a, a key to unlock the door. So we un, we undid the garage door, we went in, we scanned, bleep, 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 and we got into the building and then we got to the front door and I looked at Annalise and I said, have you got your keys? And she looked at me and was like, no, I thought you had the keys. And what had happened was, you probably already know, we'd both left our keys inside the apartment and the call out fee for a locksmith during the summer period is not very cheap. So from that day on, what we did was we would always say to each other, phone, wallet, keys, as in, do you have your phone? Do you have your wallet? And do you have your keys? It was a prompt to make sure that we had everything that we needed as we left the house. The only problem I have now is when we say phone, wallet, keys, is remembering where I've left my phone, wallet, keys inside the house. Um, but you and I have actually been given the keys to the kingdom. It's amazing. Jesus says this in Matthew 16, 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. The problem is many of us don't carry them around with us in our day to day. We leave our keys behind or we lose our keys and that leaves us in a position without the power or spiritual authority that we need to get through our day to day. What do keys do? Keys unlock something, right? It gives us access. A key gives us access to whatever the gate, the door, or the lock is preventing us access to, even if it's your own apartment, right? Uh, we've been given the keys of the kingdom of heaven. We've been given that access fully to the kingdom of heaven. But what we do as Christians is we misplace our keys, preventing us access to the kingdom of heaven when we commit to unrighteous living. That's how we lose our keys. We misplace them. We lose them when we commit to unrighteous living. In other, way, in other words, when we allow sin to corrupt us. It's the corruption of our souls through sin that separates us from God. When we accept Jesus into our lives, we gain full access. It's the acceptance of corruption that separates us again. So sin is in our lives, and when we accept Jesus, we gain full access. But when we then accept to uh, accept corruption and the acceptance of corruption in our lives, that separates us again from God. In our psalm today, we see that God is looking down from heaven on all mankind to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God, but all have turned away. All have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. The truth is, in our human nature, we do all turn away. In our sin, we turn away, and we are inherently corrupted by sin. If we are going to hold on to our keys every day, then we're going to need to cling to Christ. See, in our passage in Matthew, we see that the Pharisees come and try and trap Jesus by asking him for a sign. And how, do, how often do we do that, right? Especially as young Christians, young in our faith, we're like, Jesus, if you're real, Jesus, if you're, Jesus, if you're real, speak to me now, Lord, give me a sign. Give me a sign, God. Oh, if you're here, let me feel you. Ah, oh, if you are my God, if you are Jehovah, Jehirah, my provider, give me a car park today, God, and I will know that you are real. In fact, if you do this for me, I will never do that ever again. What we do is we look for Jesus to prove himself by giving us evidence that we can understand. The problem is, though, is that our faith, it's not meant to be based in our understanding. It's supposed to be based in experience and encounter. But what we, what we do in our Western culture is we try to understand. We ask questions. We're like, man, how does, what, how does what we bind here on earth bound in heaven? How does that actually work? How does it work? How is it bound? How do I know if I've even been successful? 
Our Western culture, understanding, knowledge, and our mind leads to believing. But that's not what faith is based on. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for and the promise of the things yet unseen. It's not something you can understand in your head. It's something you have to experience in your heart. Peter, he expresses his faith through the statement of Jesus being the Messiah. And Jesus' response, in his response, he says, Blessed are you, Simon of Judah, Jonah, for this wasn't revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. Don't limit your use of the keys of the kingdom by what you understand in your head. Go with faith and live out your understanding through faith and out of encounter. It's amazing what happens with Peter from this point, right? On the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that Peter opens up the kingdom of heaven for 3,000 people. Tongues of fire fell in the room. They spoke in tongues and the early church was born, leading to the church that we have today. Guys, the church wasn't birthed in head knowledge and understanding. It was birthed through faith, encounter, and heart revelation. In our Old Testament reading, we see the fulfillment of Joseph's story. It's raw, it's real, and it's pretty moving to see what Joseph goes through in his whole journey. Two things I want to point out. Number one, Joseph weeps. In fact, he weeps so loud that the Egyptians can hear him. In life, I want to encourage us that we have to be okay with being in touch with our emotions. Jesus, like Joseph, wept. If we want to be Christians who have empathy and genuinely love people, we have to not box out our emotions, but be real with them. The second thing here is that Joseph forgave his brothers completely. And what that did was it unlocked blessing for his family. We're going to talk about forgiveness some more in a couple of days time. But the truth is, is that forgiveness is really, really hard, but it's really, really important. Uh, I heard this quote once. Wise men say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for pizza. That quote's from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. uh, And I agree with that. Forgiveness is divine. It truly is. And you should also not pay for late pizza. How good. But it's amazing to me that if Joseph hadn't have forgiven his brothers, they would have had a very different outcome. And so would have Joseph. So for the outcome for both of them, it would have been it would have been different for Joseph and for his family. Forgiveness, here's the truth, unlocks blessing for our lives and the lives of those around us. So who is it that you need to unlock from bitterness, anger and unforgiveness today? The unlocking isn't just for you. Okay, we have the awesome joy of being able to help others find life in all its fullness. Freedom here on earth as it is in heaven through the way that we live, the words we use, and the prayers we pray. All bondage can be loosed. Do you believe that? Do you believe it? All bondage can be loosed. Alcoholism, porn, lust, sexual immorality, gambling, addiction, crime. There is no bondage stronger than the blood of Jesus and the Christian who wields the keys to the kingdom correctly. Phone, keys, wallet. Do you have yours? Three, two, Verse of the day. My legs gone all pins and neatly. Ah. Uh, yes, it is the verse of the day, the special secret super extra bonus verse that we have a look at. Genesis 45, 8. So then it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household and the ruler of Egypt. Jeepers, Joseph was confident that the Lord had led him to that place. Imagine if I had that faith. Imagine if you had that faith to know that through it all, God was leading us to the spaces and places he had for us. Here's my question. Where is God leading you? Where is God taking you? Are you willing to trust him through it all and step into what he has for you? Well, that is it for today. The Daily Brew, day number 20. What are we on? 23. Jeez, we're climbing through these. This is good. Day 23, we are done and dusted. I've got pins and needles and it's very uncomfortable. Uh, Not that you needed to know that. One thing you do need to know, though, is that I am praying for you that God speaks to you through this devotional journey. And that God will reveal things to you through the scriptures 
If God is speaking to you, make sure you throw it in the comments. I'd love to be encouraged by what he's speaking to you about. Or if he's speaking to you through this devotional as well, I'd love to hear the testimonies that God is doing. Listen, you might not feel brave enough putting it in the comments where everyone can see, so feel free to flick me a DM on my Instagram at HarrySladenZ. I'd love to hear from you as well. It's so encouraging to hear the testimonies. Also, uh, if you haven't done so already, like uh, this devotional, subscribe to the channel, click the bell if you're on YouTube, and if you're on our Spotify or Apple Podcast platform, take a moment and follow it so that you never miss a devotional. Uh, Thanks so much for joining me today. Come back tomorrow, day 24. We continue uh, our Daily Brew devotional journey, and I'm looking forward to seeing what God is going to say to you. If it's the uh, beginning of your day, have a great rest of your day, and if it's time for sleep, good night. We'll see you tomorrow for another day here on The Daily Brew. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,